Howdy sports fans and welcome to another episode of Ramble. We are live and rolling. And rolling. What's going What's on, man? man? <laughs> there you go. Jinx. <laughs> jinx, jinx, personal jinx. Uh, uh, I am in Boulder. I'm back home. Um, just hanging out, having a lazy Tuesday. <laughs> bloody beautiful. Um, yeah. I was just trying to think. It's been well over a month since we did this. Uh, I was just trying to think, like, what what was happening the last time we spoke. You're in Colombia, th- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, that feels like a very long time ago. That was um, pre-Africa. Yeah, exactly, pre-Africa. Um, and then I came back from Africa, and then went to Utah, and then I've been up in the mountains for a couple of weeks. Um, but I'm back in Boulder. But yeah, man, a lot. A lot has happened <laughs> in the last few months. Yeah, um, man. Summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went, I flew from Colombia to Kenya to yeah, race. Tell me, tell me about the, the, that series of races. Let's start there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I flew from Colombia to Kenya. Mm-hmm to race um, Evolution, uh, which is the four-day gravel race there, um, set up by uh, Team Armani. Yep. To, like, one, to just, like, provide racing, um, like, top-level racing in that part of the world, but also to help fund the teams. Um, But, yeah, it's basically four days of racing in the, um, in the Mara, like outside of Nairobi, you kind of leave Nairobi, go down through Rift Valley and then, um, you're just out in the wilds there for four days in like yeah, a, right. a traveling camp, um, like very much, uh, out amongst it, <laughs> you know, um, it's like elephants and giraffes and zebras and lions and the whole bit. Um, it's like right. exactly what you hope it would be. Uh, and, and is it like, yeah. is it a big, cr- is it a big crew? Is it a big production or is it, uh, uh it's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's limited enormous. at a hundred riders, um, hundred riders. So I guess there's probably the same again. So probably 200 people, I reckon. Um, and like the, the Maso Mara, like, tribe um they kind of help with securing the campsite and like um securing the yeah. campsite from what like uh, animals <laughs> <laughs> really yeah yeah <laughs> um they stay up all night and keep watch um and then yeah there's like an amazing logistics team that they kind of like jump campsites right so like they leapfrogging each other um and then, yeah, people 
like organizing the food and then uh, like a small group of mechanics who wash and kind of look after the bikes. Um, so it's, it's a nice, like it's a nice size. Uh, it's not like the grand scale, like Cape Epic or Cape something. Epic, right. Which is like, yeah. I think when we were there, there was 800 riders, but normally yeah. it's like 1500 or something. So it's like, like if you watered massive. down Cape Epic massively and then, um, yeah, it's kind of, that's the vibe. Um, and like very tough, challenging stages. Yeah, um, I was going to say, like, how was the racing? What was the what was it like, sort of from a from a um, competitor standpoint, and then also like a terrain standpoint? Yeah, it's like um, it's very rough. Like the roads there are very rough and rocky, and uh, each day, like, it's pretty varied. Like the first day was quite flat, super windy. Um, like very dry and exposed um, and the race kind of like blew to a million pieces and then on the just second day just because of the like cross like yeah, cross winds exactly. or just like like road surface kind of a bunch just, of everything you yeah. know like people constantly flooding um, yeah so, so pretty severe like cross winds and yeah I think within the first like 20k the race was down to maybe seven riders in the front group already and then um yeah right it just got smaller and smaller until there was just three of us left on the first day uh and john john karaoke won in the sprint john karaoke <laughs> yeah yeah john my man um why is that his actual name karaoke it's not karaoke karaoke okay yeah that is his actual name um <laughs> and he's a badass on the bike um the second day you get up into like the highlands so you do like a really long climb of i think it's like 15 16k right like a lot of uh single track all the way to the finish um that's like the queen stage and i had like a good lead of maybe like five or six minutes and then um I flattered six times <laughs> in the last 60K. <laughs> um, six times. I guess it like once it goes because like you're running tubeless and then... No, well, I wasn't running tubeless. Oh. Uh, that was my problem <laughs> because um, in Colombia, I broke like... Like the morning I was leaving Colombia, I broke a, the valve stem oh, and I had these mm. like ridiculous like super deep wheels. <laughs> um, right and couldn't find a like a valve stem long enough in like the limited time i had left in columbia and then was definitely not a possibility once i got um once you got into the over, yeah. yeah so uh, i had like tubeless in the front and a tube in the back and then um i just was running at like really high pressure so i wouldn't pinch it but then when we came like down out of the highlands back in, you kind of in these riverbeds all the time. And, um, it's like a lot of thorns. Right. And like when I got the first flat, I like pulled the thor- the thorn out and I was like, Oh no, this is going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep flatting. Um, and that's what happened. So yeah, lost a very significant amount of time on that because day. That. Yeah. Um, and the next day you started, like up in the highlands and 
similar terrain, like kind of these, they're like single tracks made by, they call them boater boaters, I think there, but like basically the motos. Oh, yeah. um, and they kind of run along next to the roads because the roads are so rough. So there's like these nice smooth single tracks. Um, You're right. And you and, just race on those. Yeah, you kind of race along those and jump back on the road where you can and then get back off. <laughs> like, um, it's pretty like fun style yeah. of racing. And I've won that stage. Um, I got away with uh, Sule and John again and um, beat them in the finish. No bike troubles, uh, which was fantastic. <laughs> and then yeah. the final stage is like another pretty long slog, I want to say, like another 150K or something. Most of the stages are around 150K. And how long uh, are they taking, like time-wise? Because uh, that's like, like got to be long. Yeah, anywhere, like the fastest stages were about four and a half and then the longer stages were like, like I think the second stage was around seven or seven and a half hours. Seven hours? Um, Jeez, so, yeah. that's rude. Big days. Yeah, solid. Um, and the final stage, yeah, I like attacked early on, got away with one guy, had a good lead and then flattered. <laughs> um, oh, really? And then lost like 10 minutes and then started chasing and um, got back to within a couple of minutes and there was like the first aid station or the first and only aid station and um, like lost my drink bottle there like gave it to someone to fill and then someone lost it so i had one bottle for the last like 100k and then like straight away lost that bottle on a downhill <laughs> oh god then, so you just no no bottles yeah and then got like severely dehydrated um and then like had a, a horrible night like <laughs> just a full headache like i was in a state um so that was like were you like when you dropped the bottle were you like oh, i better take it easy so you just like whatever i'll well, just i could still the see them just there yeah right and then i was kind of holding them holding them and, and like i was like i could probably do it no water like you know you're just a bit irrational caught up in the yeah. race and then um and then i flooded again and got like really hot when i was changing it and then that's when I kind of switched the mentality to be like, okay, I just need to get home here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, managed to, to finish it. Uh, but like, I guess from a racing perspective, I had like a frustrating um, week because, I mean, I still won a stage and like, but I, I kind of gave up the opportunity to win three stages probably. Yeah. Just through mechanicals. But the whole experience was like so cool. Yeah. You know, because it's like you start early in the morning, finish around lunchtime or early afternoon. And then everyone's like slowly trickling into camp with their war stories and you all just hang out like in the in the food like tent, I guess, like area and just like laugh about the stage basically. Um <laughs> And like, yeah, swap stories. So it's a really cool, really cool atmosphere. Uh, so I'd like, yeah, I love that. 
and then on the the morning after the last stage um we went on a like safari from where we were staying and like immediately saw some cheetahs and then like really lions and elephants and giraffes what did they look like, like in everything. what were they like what was it like seeing that in real life it's crazy um yeah are they big bigger than you thought the the cheetahs yeah are bigger but like i don't know when we because we came up on the cheetah like in the car and it was walking along the road mm. which was actually the road we finished on the day before um <laughs> and it was like not interested in us you know like it was like scouting out um some impala or something like basically just oh, yeah. waiting for breakfast and I don't know, it had the, when I saw the cheetah, I was like, I wouldn't be terrified if I was outside of the car. Really? Yeah, I, that was just the feeling I had. On a visual it's probably stupid, thing. Yeah. Like, but just like the vibe. I was Visually, like, yeah. I, I, I had yeah. the feeling, I was like, if I was out of there, it's not going to be bothered with me. You Got know, you. it's still going to be doing its thing. Um, and then... Then what did we see? Then we saw some, like a massive group of uh, buffalo, and they're crazy. Like they're big, and the herd was probably like at least a hundred. Yeah, wow. Um, and there was like a hyena kind of stalking them, and every time it would get close, like the the buffalo would group up into like four or five and just like charge, you know, and like That's cool. get the hyena out of the way. Um, so they were like pretty staunch <laughs> you wouldn't want to yeah. be hanging out and like a big group of those guys started running um and then we saw a lion like a, a female lion that's cool. and it had the energy of like oh man like this thing could get you <laughs> you know it's like big like yeah it was very aware we were there, but didn't give a shit um and you had the feeling that like if you stepped out like you'll very quickly be on the menu. I don't know. That was just the the, I, the general vibe I had. <laughs> the lions. I wonder how many lion attack, like do they attack people that often, I wonder? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but Because you're like, right. They definitely give off that vibe and that's like kind of what we're told. But I'm just trying to think of if I've ever heard of you know, yeah. a person in wild being attacked. I mean, I'm sure it does happen. Yeah, and in the like, um, like we got to hang out with the Maasai tribe at night, mm-hmm. um, and they could they would like tell stories and light the the fire um, and like sing and basically just kind of give an insight into their culture and like their relationship with the land. Uh, but they were explaining how it used to be, basically before you could get married you had to face off with a lion. What? Um, like, how, like kill what? a lion. What is it? Really? Yeah. Uh, which is wild because, I mean, they, they keep cattle. Yeah, that is fucking wild. You have to be able to, like, fend off <laughs> um, predators, basically, um, which is now I don't think it, they don't have to do that anymore. You're probably not allowed to, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they still like seemed quite unfazed by the idea of facing off a lion. Um, but that does seem terrifying. 
yeah like terrifying and then like we saw elephants which elephants are staunch like because they had babies and they really were protective like yeah like i think you could quickly get into trouble with elephants um and then there was there was some hippos in the river like we saw everything and then the giraffe the giraffes are the coolest i think really because they just they look so ridiculous <laughs> you know what i mean like they're yeah. just so far from any other animal that you're like what is like like and when, and when they run it looks like they're in like slow motion you know because their limbs are so long right but they just look they're just crazy you know like if it was, you see the giraffes and you're just like man this is just surreal um so yeah we saw like a bunch of animals which was cool and then piled back into the bus and drove like eight hours back to nairobi um spent the night in nairobi and then piled back in the buses and drove to uh tanzania how far is that man it was long (laughs) <laughs> it took like I think we were in the car or bus for like twelve hours in the end. Oh um, god, yeah. Including the border crossing. Um so yeah, like a another massive day of travel. Spent a night um so, so kind of like at the base of Kilimanjaro. Yep. And went for a short ride like on the lower slopes of Kilimanjaro and then back in the bus <laughs> another like five five hour drive i think four or five hour drive to where we started the race um which was the evolution gravel race right so another stage race this another stage race organized by the same group um this was the first year it's been done yeah and it was a smaller group we were 50 um and it's like a point to point so you start kind of like north um, like closer to the border with Kenya and then uh, finish further south and then on the coast. So, like, you kind of come down. It's like a southeast. race to the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you got, like, pretty varying landscapes. Um, and it was five, five days. The stages are a bit longer. Uh, the roads are a bit smoother. But I think overall, like, maybe it definitely is tough. Um, yeah it's a difficult race was it as wild like as remote as no more villages as the previous one yeah um more villages like more people and more interaction with people which was actually really cool um and yeah just like very you know like some nights you camp in what was almost like rainforest and then the next night you'd be in like kind of desert very like dry kind of plains um and then finishing up like on the coast so it was very that's like one day was freezing because like we got super high and it started raining um and then the next day is like boiling hot you know it has like yeah everything um like a proper adventure and a a smaller group again so yeah i've like i really enjoyed that race um and you went, broke your bike like straight away right or like there was, what yeah, was the whole, i'm trying to remember like whole... so much shit happened um the first <laughs> like, day what was the first oh the first day was like a, a pretty long stage 
and we ended up in a group of like 10 or so um and then like elephants came on the course oh wow so we had to stop um <laughs> and basically like get next to the lead car to like create a buffer between us and the elephants and like get shepherded across uh till we were like out of danger um Damn, but that's that's just, like sick. A, a long tough stage and uh at this point like it was kind of a similar group of riders that were like emerging at the front every day right. um and in the previous race i think like uh matia demaki and myself were like the two strongest riders um mm-hmm. but like had a bunch of issues but on this day uh john was like putting us to the sword (laughs) right he was hurting us like both um and we ended up on this huge like it was a road very similar to like udnadana track like very wide uh, Wide. very corrugated and just like this block headwind for like 30k we were just chopping off and we were all just dying a million deaths and it's like desert right so like no no exactly sort of vegetation or anything exactly yeah, uh, right. and just Perfect. dust just so much dust um and we we ended up in a sprint and it's like very difficult to judge any of the finishes <laughs> and I've, i very much misjudged it uh so i think i was the john one in like a crazy photo finish <laughs> with uh Soleil, um which was like a little contentious like they both thought they'd won and is john so sule where's sule from uh sule is also kenyan uh, and john's, john's kenyan, kenyan as well yeah yeah um they're both from like near near a 10 so they're like um, hometown rivals uh yeah i mean i think there's definitely like healthy competition yeah but there's no it's interesting, like the attitude of racing there is very much like when you're on when you're on the road, it's like savage, and then yeah. the second it stops, it's like everyone's hanging out in friends um, and like laughing their ass off. So yeah, right. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good atmosphere. But like the first day was pretty rude, and everyone was like, "Oh man, this is going to be long race," um, yeah. and then. I started the second stage and immediately the my front derailleur stopped working. Like <laughs> immediately. Um, and <laughs> Bat- I was like, oh, Obviously man. not battery. No, it wasn't battery. Like I tried a bunch of things anyway. Um, the So the front derailleur stopped working and – no, and the rear. Sorry, I had one gear. My oh, really? So it was working. a full – Shut down. Yeah, so I, I like noticed because I tried to s- switch into the big chain ring and nothing happened, and then I realized I was stuck in. Uh, I think I had thirty six fourteen, which I was so lucky like a- that the stage was like relatively flat to begin with, and right, just kind of like managed to keep making my way into each selection until finally there was just three of us left. Um, but we fin- we finished up this like eight k climb that averaged like ten <laughs> percent, um, 
And you can't, like, get off and adjust. You can't, like, adjust the derailleur or, like, like, what could you... It's just fucking stuck in that one. So, in my head, I was like, all right, I'm just going to try and, like, the second we turn onto the hill, I'm just going to jam it all the way down to, like, my smallest gear and I'll just ride that. But it wouldn't stay. So, we turned onto the hill and it just... uh, I was just off and running. Um, And you just ran up the whole last time. I, like, was on and off the bike. So, when it would get, like, ridiculously <laughs> steep. But it was funny because, like, I was dropped, obviously, straight yeah. away. John took off and then there's Jordan just in front of me. Uh, yeah. And he uh, he's from Uganda but lives uh, in Kenya. And he's mm-hmm. a 19-year-old. Um, he weighs, like, he's nothing to him. He's, like, less than 50 kilos. But Whoa. he's huge talent. Um He's actually coming out uh, later this week. He's racing Steamboat, but he's going to be nice. a, a really, really strong rider. Uh, but I ended up in a battle with him. And uh, finally, on, and like, you're the on, steep, foot. on the steep slopes, I dropped him on, like, on foot. <laughs> so I came oh, that's second. amazing. I love that. It's like there's the crossover and it yeah, would well, never I happen if, you, if your gears hadn't worked. You would never realize that there is a point when it's there faster is a to point run. Where it crosses over. I had that experience when I was doing the coast to coast ride in the UK, and it was like crazy steep, and I'm like battling up these climbs, and then finally I was like going up the climb, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it would be faster just to walk. Mm-hmm. And so I hopped off, and it was faster just to jog up, like a yeah. little trot. It was way faster. Yeah, well, I I dropped him and put in like three or four minutes by the end. (laughs) Smoked him, yeah. (laughs) But lost like uh, three or four minutes to John in front. Right. Um, And then like we finished the stage, um, like got to the campsite because he had to ride back down this climb. And and then I was like, how am I going to fix this? And we just couldn't work it out. Um, and there was a really good local mechanic there working the race who was like the king of just like the, the makeshift like DIY. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but once everything's electric, it makes everything so much harder. Right. So we had this bike in pieces and just couldn't work out what was wrong with it. Um, so then for the next stage, I just had to choose one gear. Um, and I was like, yeah. because I was coming second, I was still like, all right, I need to like put it in your gear where I can race, you know? I was like, I'll yeah. just like, so I put it in the big chain ring and like the, I think 52 and like a 16 or a 17, um, which was ambitious. <laughs> and, and I had to race like super hard up all the climbs to begin with. Right. And then we finally hit this 15K climb and I had to let the front group go. Uh, and that, but then like started picking guys up and then, then my front wheel exploded, like the hub, <laughs> so all the bearings went. So the wheel just went on this like lean, you know, like kind of shifted like yeah. 15 degrees over and then would just flop between sides. Um, and I finished up, I think I still finished up third, uh, no second or third, third, um, was Somehow. everyone else's like gear just getting completely fucked as well? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard on the bike. Like if I yeah, went back, I would just like take a... them out. Like, um, right. Also, much more enjoyable. 
<laughs> when you were selecting your gear, did you have any idea of what, like, of profiles? Like, they, they didn't have, like, yeah. the printouts of the profile, right? Where you could yeah, be like, yeah, there's like oh, a full I'm going to have, like, a GPX, like, commute route. So, you right. could see what was coming. Um, Got you. So, you had, like, an I informed just, decision. I knew I had to get up this, like, 15K climb in the middle of the stage. And that was, like, my challenge. And the gradients were kind of, like, 8%. So I was like, oh, I could probably just rock this thing up there. And I did, but it was incredibly annoying. You know, like yeah. I was really squeezing. You know, when like you're making like when you do track starts and you make the noises in your head, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. I was doing that like all the way up. Um, and yeah, just basically like locking your muscles and then using your weight to like shift the yeah exactly exactly and it was like filthy yeah <laughs> filthy day um but i knew if i got through that they'd organized to pull like a a group set from a bike uh in nairobi one of the armani team bikes and then get it driven but the drive was like 15 hours or something <laughs> <laughs> so like the the group set arrived at like midnight and then I think it was on the bike by two. Uh and so then I had like a at least a, a working well we just put like a mechanical two mechanical levers. Yeah. Then took it sh- switched the derailers and they just taped everything on the outside. Just left all the electronic stuff. Inside. That's everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like the dual it was almost the dual groups <laughs> um, you have the two you have two derailers yeah it looked crazy <laughs> uh but that managed to work then for the next stage um which was like this brutal uh day in the highlands where it rained and dropped down to like seven or eight degrees and got really muddy and did you expect that no or was just fully off guard you just like oh so cold. stitch up man yeah. we were so and cold. Had, like had it, it been crazy hot otherwise yeah, like hot. Yeah. yeah, like each day you're worried about water more than anything. Um, right, 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 right. But there, there was just this one freak day, and uh, we all like died a million deaths up there. Uh, and then the final stage, we started like it was to the coast, 120k, and I had totally destroyed my back or like pulled some ribs out in, in the process of. Um, <laughs> You dislocated big, ribs. Big gearing. <laughs> it's, surpri- it's surprisingly easy to do that. Yeah, and it's incredibly painful. And it fucking hurts. You cannot move. Oh, again, it's like really hard to, to breathe deep. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done so that we started up times. this like mountain bike trail, like 8K climb, super steep. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to get in front of everyone so they can't like drop me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I did, but then... I don't know. I just started going and I was like, I actually feel like, okay. uh, and then just attacked and dropped everyone and rode with solo. And, um, and then like got back to the point when I was almost going to win the race. <laughs> right. You were that far. You were like that. You like salvaged it. Yeah. I was cranking and I was like, Oh man, I could almost win this thing. So then it turned into a battle, of, uh, me solo. And then, uh, Sule was leading, and he had um, two teammates with him, so they were chasing, chasing, and they held on. Uh, so I finished second, but I won the last stage, and like it was a nice 
finish to have one day that like went smoothly, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we, we finished at this like epic location on the coast. Felt like, you know, like a start of a James Bond film where he's like been off the grid. Right. It was exactly like that. Um, and had like a really nice evening there with everyone. And, um, yeah, like a fun little presentation and everyone hung out. Yeah, it was just a good, cool way to finish it. Um, was it, I mean, it sounds, it sounds amazing. Was it what, was it like what you had expected or was it? It was, of, it was better than what I expected. Right. Um, like the, the courses are amazing and, uh, the, the people like in that part of the world are just like very nice. Um, and just the experience on a whole, like it's so much more than just like a, a bike race, you know, the experience right. you have, um, completing it. So yeah, I think anyone who's like willing to, to make the travel there and like is looking for an experience like on their bike that, yeah, it's like, yes, you're going to have the ability to go and be competitive, but you're going to take a lot more away from it. Um, right. Then like, it's like top of the list. Um, and it's not like, I'd heard a lot of people saying like, you're kind of roughing it out there and like, you know, it's really wild and savage, but like you're very well looked after. And, yeah. you know, like you do have these like bucket showers, but they're like amazingly warm and like strange. It's like, it's, it's the best shower you'll ever have. You know, and like your tents are set up and like the right. food is amazing and um, it's very well organized. So it's like you can, you're not like so, you're well enough looked after that you can kind of like hang out and take in the experience uh, and interact with people and like, you know, they wash your bikes for you and like there's not a bunch you have to do outside of, of ride, right. uh, which makes it like just like a special few weeks, you know. And especially when you combine the two races, it's like you get like a very um, good idea of, I don't know, just like what it's like to live in that part of the world, uh, which is, I guess, what you hope for when you go and, and, and do something like that, but you very rarely like get. Um, yeah, it sounds incredible. Like, Yeah, I mean, like I would highly recommend it to anyone. Um, it was one of the cooler races that I've ever done. Um, but yeah, and then amazing. And then you finished that up. You came back. When was that? That was yeah. like that was like a three week trip. So you're like back at the in July yeah. now. Yeah. So I'd done Unbound, then Colombia, and then went straight to Africa. And then <laughs> after the it was like the the longest travel day I've ever had because we finished on the coast and then yeah. took a, a nine hour like four wheel drive trip back to the um, airport, like directly mm-hmm. to the airport. And then from the airport, I think oh, yeah. I had two like 12 hour flights Oh God. and then to get to LA and then from LA back to Denver. And right. like, it was just story. impossibly long. <laughs> um, but I managed to make it. My bike didn't make it, uh, but I wasn't too fussed about that. 
um, because it was in like such horrible condition. I didn't really feel like riding it because then we had to pull the group set off just before oh, yeah, I left. Of course, so it was like, just like full Franken bike. Yeah. Um, and then I had to go to Utah three days later. Three days after you got back, you went to Utah. Yeah. So luckily the bike arrived in time that like poor old Tom Hopper had to like pull a miracle to oh, God. salvage parts to get it to work. Um, which he did like a really good job of. Uh, but in the meantime, like the, the issue I was having with my ribs got like, uh, significantly worse. Right. Uh, and I thought they were like, I thought I'd broken them, but I was like, <laughs> could I? I was like, I didn't crash. Like, where did I break them? Um, so I got some x-rays and like, there was no fracture and then, couldn't get into any physio before the race. So I just went and raced the, um, the crusher. Yeah. Just one of the lifetime events. And we were doing like a pre-ride and it was hurting so bad that I just had to stop. And then how's he like, how's he cracked my back? Um, which kind of worked. Like it helped the the back pain. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. I'll do the race. Um, and it was frustrating because like, I'd started to feel really good towards the end of that block of racing and in Africa. Like a, yeah. And right. the crush is the race. And I'm like, it's basically, if there's a race that's made for me, it's that, right. It's just too big, long too big climbs at altitude, yeah. some gravel descents. Like, um, yeah. Anyway, we started and like going full gas up the first climb and I was just couldn't like, breathe properly <laughs> right basically couldn't breathe deep I was were you getting like, like the breaths yeah like the nerve pain that like goes exactly yeah 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 um so the only thing i could do was just put it in like a really impossibly big gear <laughs> because like to stop from breathing so hard i was like i'll just use my legs and that's like that kind of condition to it and yeah like just kept chomping away and somehow with like 10k to go i was still in the race for like fifth um really and then yeah and then i, I lost both brakes <laughs> i had no brakes <laughs> oh fuck how <laughs> like, <laughs> it like it was terrifying i had to do like the foot down slow down on the last descent and oh, then i wound up seventh i think um but like it was like I was just trying to get to the finish. I was in, not in a good way. Yeah, and right. Kind of. I was pretty frustrated just with a bunch of things. Um, so, like, kind of a frustrating weekend to finish off, like, all of that. But, um, yeah, it was nice to just, like, get back home after such a big, long, kind of extended bit of travel. And then... Yeah, just like relax and set some new goals, basically. Yeah, I was going to say because like you went like you went Colombia when we were there. Yeah. To unbound and then straight back. Like you had a, a run of travel. What do you do yeah. now? Like you get back home. It was weird because like I got back and it was like okay, I was still. I don't know, like uh, I was kind of frustrated from the um, not being able to like get out 
any results that I thought I could. Well, I mean, I still won a few stages here and there and blah, blah, blah. But like, it wasn't over like the what course wanted, of like, yeah. it's like the first half of the year. I just had a lot of knee misses. Um, yeah. And the touch and was like, just uh, icing on the cake. Yeah. So I kind of got back and like, was thinking in my head like yeah I'll just relax for a bit but then I got back and was like oh, I need to like get going <laughs> did you watch the tour did you get into Man. the tour when you were that's like what, when you I think came that's back what set it off like I started watching the tour and I was just like it was the first time I watched the tour and was like jealous I wasn't there and, dude there's um, definitely something wrong with you because like I watched the tour this year and I was like fuck that yeah I think They're it's because I've been out so of it so fast long. yeah probably <laughs> but man it was such a good race like, it was such a good race it was incredible i like i like was up at before six every morning to turn it on and the like whole thing it from the beginning just like the whole stage just absolutely loved it yeah um, yeah like you couldn't script a more interesting race right you know it and, did it had it had so many it had like it had three acts and like different characters and you know uh came and went as it went on and there was all sorts of little sagas playing yeah, out like after the first week you were like i was like a podcast gonna win the next win the whole tours. yeah yeah like, actually i was like how's what's gonna happen like how can this how and can then you as you watch that stage unfold when they finally got it like ambushed yeah. him in the mountains there you could just see him like buy right into their strategy and i was watching it and i was like oh they're gonna get him here yeah you know like Unless he is even better than we thought he was, like, they're going to beat him here. And they did. Like, he came undone there and then, like, the race was wide open again. But then, like, he's out there attacking with, like, 180K to go again, like, a couple of days later and you're like, man, like, racing is just so good now. Like, remember the it days is, It's when a golden it was just, era. Remember when it was, like, you think back to – um like postal and sky and like right that like, style of racing where you just line up with the train let a big move go and just like slowly right. chip away and come back like there was no days like that <laughs> no know? like it was just like i like why is that is it just because the race like racing styles changed or like everyone's know. better like everyone's more evenly matched yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's like people are better so they're able to just like continuously throw um, bombs. And know? I think, like, yeah, and I think like in terms of like strategy, you know, like Team Sky before that, you, well, you yeah, US Postal really like it was like, oh, this is how we work together as a team. We yeah. all drill it on the front. And no one can really come around us, like you know what I mean. Right. Or, or like we bring it back and we set up our leader. But I think maybe now it's changed, where they're like, "Hang on, like as a team, we can all get really good." But that's not the only way we can ride as a team. We can like do all this other shit as well. Yeah, and yeah. I think maybe it's because there's like three or four teams that are that good, right? That like yeah, exactly. I think you, you kind have of saw- to. You can't play the same strategy because yeah, otherwise like you, you get saw nowhere. UAE trying to do that. And they did it pretty well. But I think like because the other team is just kind of in the wheels and then able to then 
just attack the hell out of them <laughs> the second right. they have weakness. It, it doesn't work that way. You so know? you got to be yeah, and then that creates like then a UAE f- or for example like Lotto when they took the lead like they're not just going to do the same thing like go yeah. out and smash it because they're like if we just go out and smash it there's another team here who's 99.9% as good as us yeah and we would be weaker than them if we did that yeah exactly. so yeah because it definitely i mean it's as and exciting like took, bike racing as i've ever like watched if you took wow out of that yumbo team they would have been in big trouble pretty quick you know um, if you took wow out of the tour oh, <laughs> he, was, he was stupid. It was crazy because he could have won like at least three more stages. Well, he was like, second. If you think about that day, he, he was just second went off like the front times. in the yellow jersey. Right, like, he would have won that finish. Like, what? Was yeah, he, if he hadn't have done that, it was cool to watch. But you're just like, what is he doing out there? <laughs> he know? was, yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, I was sure Nielsen was going to get the yellow that day. That was heartbreaking. He was that like, was so annoying. Logica. He was like six seconds off or something. I know. And he'd ridden so well. Um, yeah. But then like the the other stage with that Laporte won uh, where he did the lead out, like he could have won that. And then he didn't that even was have a, a go stage. with the Champs-Élysées. You know, like he could have won realistically three more stages. It kind of... I know, like he sort of, it was sort of funny. Like you could tell he really wanted to obviously win the opening TT and then the final TT. Yeah. And they won the jersey. And I feel like everything else, it was sort of like almost funny to him. Yeah. I don't know if it actually was, but that's the way that I picture him. And like, and I like to think about him as like, yeah. he's like, whatever. You know, I came here to do these two things. I didn't get one. I've, you know, whatever. But like, because like, yeah, like you said, that day that he attacked off the front in the yellow jersey. Like it just felt like he was ta- like it was just a total like just to fuck with people. Yeah, but like at that point, I was kind of like, oh, it's reckless. Like they're trying to actually win the tour. Like I mean, just it was, uh, that was like the fifth stage. But it or was something, like, wasn't it? It was like he could just go in front and like have his own little thing, and then when he had to switch on to like go and get Vinicius wherever he was, <laughs> yeah, he could him, do that. Like he could just do it. You know, like he was already in front, so he's just like, oh, I'll just wait up and just like go grab him and do my job and then like, yeah, go out and do it again the next day. It's mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing watching that. Um, yeah. But and like, it was cool. Like it was cool to see Vingegaard win like a new character there at the top. I think yeah. like uh, Pogacar like continued to be like a bike racer despite yeah. losing the jersey, right? Like – Instead of sort of so licking his wounds or anything, he was like, right? Like even on that. to come, yeah. you know, like because it's like, yeah, like I said before, I was like, who's going to beat Podgicart? You know, right. whereas now it's like, okay, there is a way to do it. Someone's done it. Yeah. And also you have to imagine now it's like he, for the first time in his career, has like a small bit of doubt. Yeah. You know, but like it's going to be interesting to see how, if that turns him into just like, cold-blooded killer now and like we just get to see like wild Pogica or if it's like that's gonna maybe take hold and like you'll see that down and he'll just like start in the to way he races apart. more i don't know yeah but and i think like yeah i mean like it'll definitely make it's undoubtedly obviously just because of of the fact that you know we got to see something we did we, we didn't expect i think like it'll make racing more interesting 
going forward because of that fact that he now has to work it out. Like he has to work out how to win again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so like just given the way that he rode those those last stages where he didn't give up, I think it's yeah. going to be interesting to see. It'll also, it'll also be interesting to see what Vingegaard does now, you know, because like he has yeah. the pressure on his shoulders. Yeah, um, exactly. And he so, seems like a bit more of like a mysterious character in a way. You know, yeah. More, not mysterious, but like... A, like reserved and calculated and kind of just like waiting in the wings a little bit. Yeah, like, and like a real, obviously like a thinker. It's like mm. it'll be interesting to see how he takes like being so, so far in the, in the limelight. In the right? spotlight, like because exactly. Because he's just like... And I mean, it seems like the way... He, he handled it. Didn't bother him at all. But right. um, it just, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm already excited for next year's tour. Same. And then uh, you think if if Roglic, Roglic I mean, you know, like, like like he seems to have, he just seems to not be able to put it together. Exactly. Exactly. If like a banal can put can can put himself back together and get there, and then and then Roglic, Roglic can do there. a run. Yeah. Like it's gonna be super exciting. Um, right, because there's a lot of there is a lot of good aggressive bike riders um, that are up there. You know, like you, like like those metronomic kind of guys yeah. aren't having their day. Yeah, um, it's not, and and but that's cool. Like when you got five guys who love to send it. Um, yeah, I really so, wanted to see Gashka win the mountains jersey that was pretty heartbreaking to see him lose that oh yeah how did he when last, did he lose that on the last one the last mountain stage he was just like he had to get in the break and like get some points on one of the first climbs and he just because like they knew it was going to be a showdown behind right and he'd been in the break like he'd done so yeah. well at getting in those moves and then this day he just missed it and then like they did like this Hail Mary to try and get across and you just knew it was all coming apart you know and then he was dropped yeah. and it's just like he knew that, like either Wout was going to win it or Vingegaard was going to be out there and win it. So it's yeah. like, and then he had to wear the jersey, like all the way to Paris as the second place. <laughs> you could tell, you could tell he was pissed about it. I um, bet. And like, remember, he had his big breakout at the Tour de France, like in twenty fourteen yeah, or twenty fourteen yeah. or twenty sixteen or something. Like, yeah. he won that stage, that long solo stage. Back and then when he, he was kind like of the like the only one with a beard. Now, yeah, yeah. Now it's like exactly. He was <laughs> yeah, the only dude right. with a beard. You're like, who's this clown? And yeah, exactly. Like he's so good. And and he was really good. And then he sort of never has ever gotten back to that same. Yeah, at like least in terms con- of like he's spotlight. Good, but he never had that like. Right. Like, and then you've seen like the last two years, he's just had these like sneaky, GC results and like. Right. You see him like kind of punching around up there and then it obviously all came together to where it seemed like he was going to actually be able to win that KOM jersey. And I was surprised by to that lose for sure. It on the last day, you're just like, oh, man, you, that sucks. <laughs> it does suck. You know, that's yeah. rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, did you watch the Tour de Femmes? I watched a few stages, yeah. yeah. I watched the whole thing as well. It was awesome. It was so good. Was so, so aggressive. Good. Yeah. But like, like, and just from way, I mean, like the men's racing obviously is, has changed a lot. Yeah. And and it's aggressive, but, but then 
like women, the the women's wrestling like it's level. insane. It's so good. It was um, so it was yeah. so entertaining. It was. I think it's like the the shorter stages like lend yeah. to just that aggressive style of racing, whereas like that's very rarely accepted any move that goes off the front. You right. know, it's like it might be out there dangling at like a minute and a half and then it just comes back. Right. And, and then it's on again. And, um, it, and it's like, it's just different. Like, it's, yeah. it, which is cool. Like you're not watching, you know, a shorter version of the men's race or you're not no. watching like, uh, a, a, you know, a smaller Peloton version of the men's. Like it's completely different which is sick because you watch it and you're like i have no idea like i flicked it on the other day when on the second the second last stage when and yeah. had like three minutes yeah and i like and just to you do that quick assessment when you first turn it on and i was and i was like what is going on here like i can't yeah. like i'm looking at all of this and i'm like have they been dropped is this like an early break but then anyway so like the way that it just plays out is um yeah, it's is different. sort of different to, than than which is but no no perfect. less exciting. Um, and no, it was cool I would argue to just like, see like like it's amazing when you see like the there's the opportunity to be like on an equal stage with the men's tour, right? And then for it to pan out like better than anyone hoped, it's so good to see. You know, like right. That's right. a it's cool that and and you hope that like they get that chance more regularly and that like racing yeah. is as accessible to watch um and as well supported you know because right and that's also like imagine if you if like if you think of like um the support within that um bunch right mm. like there's uh women at the top who are earning good salaries and like um you know, nothing compared to like top males, but like in a way where they can be very professional about it. Yeah. Um, and like the teams are very professional, but then there's like another level where it's like you have women who aren't nearly as well supported, who can't be as professional about the way they approach the race. Right. Um, which ultimately impacts the, the racing you see, right? Yeah. Because you have almost two speeds. Um, so the more, I think the racing will only get more exciting, the more support that comes into it and the, the, the more, um, the money basically that allows people to, to pursue it in the same way that the, the men's Peloton were able to. Yeah, exactly right. No, I think you've, I think like, yeah, I'm, ex- the I'm excited up was, to see where yeah. it goes. Exactly, but the build-up was it was nice to see it live up to the hype. I think because it, it, like it's been so long overdue, and there's and there's been so much like oh, exactly you know spectacle building up, and then it was at least in my opinion like it was it was even cooler than I thought. And I mean now yeah, let's and see. also just seeing like the the crowds there and like the the infrastructure around the race. It's like they they'd done it properly you know um, yeah which is it's good to see like that it wasn't just like oh, okay we're gonna do this because like just hack it on the end of the tour pressure just, or exactly. whatever it's like okay no this is a legitimate um like self-standing huge sporting event you know global yeah. sporting event 
Um, yeah, and like I think, I mean, now let's see it grow to twenty-one stages, and you know, yeah, exactly, and, and, exactly. And and imagine yeah, that. Imagine it would be sick. Imagine like, if it was Tour de France. I was thinking about this yesterday. Uh, if, if like it was, there was like still you had like the men's two weeks tour, left of and there was the still more, tour, yeah, and there was, so wouldn't it? It would be and sick. And then you could just like run straight on then into the Vuelta. <laughs> right? Then you'd just have a continue. It'd be like baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like Every day. Whatever. Yeah, it'd be sick. Um, but that would, I mean, that would be cool. Anyway, yeah. it was it was definitely good to see. Yeah, and so yeah. watching all of that I'm got you psyched it. and you're, you're yeah, like, I need to. It did. I got home for a few days and then just like went up to the mountains and started training. Um, yeah, right. So, yeah, I, I was like, I have like. I, at that point, I was like, I got a month until Leadville, and like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to not prepare from now until then. You know, yeah, in the best way I can. So um, that's what I've been doing, which so has got- been. It's funny to like. I started doing, like, I wrote myself a program and like started doing some proper training, and like I've put together two two weeks of at least maybe three weeks so far of like proper um intervals and doing the whole bit yeah right. and i've like thoroughly enjoyed it um, yeah interesting it's interesting to like go back into that more singular mindset um, yeah i definitely have less energy outside of <laughs> like for right i don't know other things which i forgot how that works you know like you kind of finish it's just so the central nervous system and then you training. just like yeah, you're more happy to just like sit on the couch. Um, yeah. But no, I don't know. It's been it's been good. Like I've got like a renewed kind of motivation, which is good. Um, and so that's you've got next. You've got um, Leadville. Leadville. Are you doing Steamboat? No, I'm going to do the Breck Epic. Oh right. So you uh, go. So I go Leadville straight to. Break Epic, which is then the, the following six days. Right. Uh, oh, sick. Because we're up in Break that whole time. Yeah, exactly. Whole fam. Then we get sick. to watch Hambo run the, the, the Leadville. Mile running. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you were doing the Break Epic. That's so cool. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I got like a, and then from there, yeah, there's a fair bit more racing until there is end of October. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, after Breck, I'm going to do the Park City Point to Point, which is another big mountain bike race there. Oh, the um, PC P2P. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the P2SP. Um, and then what do I do after that? Uh, the Schwarmigan, which is one of the lifetime races. I'm the so, I know I'm butchering that. Schwarmigan. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Dude, that's the name. They have the, the shittest name. Have we already spoken a, about no, this? I think, I don't know if it's the name of the town. Oh, really? Or, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just think gonna... of Crusher and Natasha. Yeah, exactly. Which was a cool event, but like interesting name. Yeah. Um, but so you do anyway, the shawarma. Do the shawarma and then um, the Pikes Peak Apex. What's that? Uh, which is like another four-day, three or four-day mountain bike Oh, racing. yeah, the one you did last year before. Um, yeah, exactly. The one that claimed housing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then uh, after that, what do I do? There's like Big Sugar, something else in there. Anyway, I've got, I've got enough racing. Um, yeah, right. Which is good. 
yeah. because I'm kind of uh, vibing on the racing at the moment. Nice. Nice, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good, eh? It's good, I tell eh? you, I went to uh, Telluride on the weekend. Yeah. I oh, yeah, race raced 100 mile. Yeah. But have you ever been to Telluride? Yeah, I've been there once. It's beautiful, isn't down it? There. And there's that, like, it's in that little in the waterfall, right? Yeah. And I did a ride up the next day, like up over that pass. Oh, actually, yeah, I that pass is crazy. Off-road mudding up there, and I thought about you. <laughs> people, there was all these people, people fall off, like fly off there. There's like hilarious. It's so crazy videos that videos of, yeah, like, and ninety-nine percent of the jeeps coming down were like proper, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, know. yeah, like I think you, would you know have more to have like, like they're like, they look like they're set legit. up to do it. And then there was one guy in like an early 2000s Cherokee <laughs> with like a very basic lift. Oh, just dad. And it was like, it's severe exposure. Yeah. And it's at like just shy of 4,000 meters. Yeah. And Jesus. he was just scraping this thing down there. Like the bottom, it was just bottoming out everywhere. And I was just like, I wanted to stop and watch, but I was also like, I don't want to stop and see someone fall off the side of this hill. But I think a lot of people so, do. He was so calm. There was just one guy in this Jeep and he had like, he had just like a cooler in the, in the passenger seat <laughs> oh and he was just God. cruising down. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm terrified. You know when it's like. You yeah, can't, people do some psycho shit. Yeah, yeah, and there's no way back. It's like a, it's a one way. Yeah, you've got and to go. So over, I was right? riding up, but you you can't back out of it. Right. So I don't know. What, <laughs> I hope you got down all right. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that's a, such a. It's cool a beautiful. Area. It is. It is beautiful. That zone but up there, actually, insanely expensive for houses and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Or yeah even yeah. just to like to get a hotel for the night was just like. <laughs> wildly expensive yeah right um but yeah, i mean it's cool, like a cool, cool little zone it's far though it's far that's like i've never been there in the yeah in the summer it's like six and a half hours back right um but where did the race go from there did it start like in town yeah he started downtown and did like two loops uh two fifty mile loops and you kind of go up through the ski like area uh, initially and then like a bunch of single track to a, like the the kind of next valley and then come back to town and then the second lap is more like jeep roads and gravel roads and you do like another big pass and then hit that yeah. same valley um so a very it's like a challenging course for sure uh, like a tougher course than leadville um but yeah right yeah it was it was, it was a cool race for sure. Interesting, tougher course than Leadville. Yeah, yeah, but like Leadville's hard because you just go fast. Yeah, because it's exactly yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's where I'm at. How about nice, you? Man. What's been going on over that side of the uh, country? Over this side of the country, mate. Not a. I'm just trying to think. I mean, yeah, it just got stuck into the tour. We um. Mate, we've just been doing. We produced a couple of episodes of a TV show, um, like uh, for the ABC. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ooh. they they're making a uh, a television show called back in Australia called um, Take Five. You know Zan Rowe, the the radio yeah. presenter. Yeah, yeah. 
and so it's her show and it's essentially like a music interview type show. Um, she does uh, hack, right? Does she do hack? She used to. No, okay. she does double J. Okay, sure. She's sure, like sure. the, but she did. She's done all. She's been at Triple J forever. Okay. Um, which is the Aussie, uh, like independent radio. Well, not independent government yeah. radio, but um, and uh, anyway, and sh- so she yeah produces the show, and they were doing a couple of episodes in the US, um, and so they got us to to like produce them for them. What's the show about? It's just a like a interview show where they get um famous musicians artists um actors whatever um oh, spill. and they Who'd like who do you mean <laughs> well I, don't, I actually don't know if i'm allowed to i was just thinking about that oh, i don't know allowed if i'm allowed to. to say but um okay but but we did two we did one in la and one in nashville um dude i met jack white you in know the white stripe no, we didn't, but we didn't do it with him. <laughs> but we shot in his. No way. We that's shot in sick. his joint, dude. It was the strangest thing because he was so normal. Really? That I couldn't work out if it was. I'm like, this guy is like a really normal, approachable version of Jack White. And like, we're at Third Man Records and everything. I was like, it can't possibly be him. And so I had this very weird moment where I just like, I was like, uh, and just had, you know, when you just like act like an idiot and then you walk yeah. off and you're like, now she that wasn't Jack singing. White, and then I was like, "That was a hundred percent Jack White." <laughs> That's so awesome. So, like, yeah, it was sick. He was like, anyway, um, but yeah, the show's about five songs that are like influential in an artist or a performer's life. Oh, but they can't be their the own. They can't be their own songs. That's and cool. then and then Zan interviews them, and and it's just to sit down. So it was like so different um, to anything that we've been that I've been doing the last few years. Right. Um and it was really fun. I mean it was it was fun because we didn't have to it, you know it wasn't we weren't in charge of creative the director and the EP and that flew over and obviously Zan. So we were just in charge of producing the thing. So making it run. Yeah. Right. Um and so that took the pressure off a little bit in, cool. in but it made it it made it like kind of really enjoyable and it was it was fun because it was interesting and it was fun because it was you know it's been a minute since i've been involved in television and and it was certainly like the the literal production of it and it was nice to do something where the soul you know like a good product like a good episode is is entertaining and engaging for the audience whereas right. like when you do commercial stuff it's like there's so many other factors Right, you got to take a whole like, bunch of Because it's like all of this, yeah, right. Like you're obviously selling a product. So like, it, you know, the number one goal is to to sell the product essentially. Right. And then you've got all of the brand things and yada, 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 yada. So like but I that's feel like ABC often. ABC so good. Right, exactly, like, exactly that's right. Because like the only interest is to make entertaining. There's none of that. Yeah, it's like entertaining, engaging, you know, content. For yeah. lack of a better word. But, right. Um, that's and, why I like, I miss the ABC like being out of Australia. Yeah. You know, like you go home and you watch that and it's like, man, such a good resource. Right. And it was really fun to, it was really fun to, to work with Aussies again. And uh, anyway, it was just, yeah, it was great. So that's, that took up all of, um, all of June and a lot of July. And then we just did a, a a piece with Marquise. Oh yeah. um, For Rafa. Which is coming out? It's it's like a it's a minute forty five. Um, That's so super short spot. 
Such a to good be dude. shot in LA. He's such a lovely dude, <laughs> man. Um, such a great guy. And so he came out. He's from LA. Yeah. Um, and so he came out and spent the week out here, and we just shot. And that was that was cool because, you know, it was we intentionally set out to make something that was like really short, right? And and obviously scripted and and all of that. Um, and you know. Anyway, it was it was an interesting. It's been it's been like a, a fun challenge, like cutting that piece and right. making something that's so short and having to like hit the beats. Whereas I don't know, there's like a there's a pressure every every when it's so short, like every frame you have to it's pack important. so much sure. meaning. And not that when it's longer, every frame isn't, but there's like you have like the freedom to let it. Yeah, of, exactly. You have the freedom itself. to like exactly. Whereas you can't like there's no time to let. There's no time to let something like reveal itself. Right. So like the difference between something feeling forced and something feeling like really contrived and and kind of over the top versus something that feels natural but still gets all the information across is like it's a hard a really fine line. It's like a, yeah. you know so many factors um go into it in in such a short amount of time. So anyway, so that's been that's been cool and that's honestly um basically like taking up the time taking up the time yeah i'm trying to think if <laughs> there's sure. been anything else nothing sure. else really man and then just oh you, you know, got a dog i got a dog yeah i got terry <laughs> big terrence big terrence tarantino what what is he a he's a doberman, doberman. yeah yeah he's nice a, he's a big doberman he's like Do you have an, to run him yeah yeah I yeah, yeah and he just I, he just got his rollers chopped off <laughs> oh no because because <laughs> yeah. i rescued him and he's a year old yeah so he's a little bit older than a year now uh, and he wasn't neutered, right? And um, and I didn't know this about unneutered dogs, but um, other dogs like to fuck with, like other dogs oh. that are neutered, like to mess with dogs that um are not are not neutered. And yeah. I couldn't work out like why all <laughs> no, these not, not not like fuck with like as in <laughs> no 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 like try and fu- like they get aggressive towards and exactly. Also the other thing. They don't try and fornicate. It's not they try and like fight each other. But that too, I think both of them. Are true. Well, yeah, both of those things. But yeah, so there was all these neutered male dogs, like that would that would always be really aggressive. I'm like, what? Why does everyone oh, hate my dog? Him, and like, Terry's a big boy. Yeah, and so like he would have these instances where this dog would be like, toad. "Oh, dude, he's so hard to walk. Yeah. It's impossible to walk." Like the amount of the workout. My whole life is just spent training. <laughs> like I take him on walks, and he has like the prong collar and we have to do this whole like <laughs> ritual because he's just like a little baby but he's 90 pounds and like as yeah, strong right. as a man and he and like he gets really excited when he gets on the <sighs> leash and he thinks he's like towing you so he just gets down real low and he's just sprinting on the leash like yeah this is fucking crazy because <laughs> he'd never been on the leash when i got him he was astray so like all of these things that i'm like okay in a 20 pound dog is manageable this is so easily manageable, but like on a ninety-pound dog, yeah. this is this is more than we I expected. To like which a, is I'm a, a system here. <laughs> right, I was all I like, say. "Yeah, I'm going to train sure. the dog." Yeah, but I didn't realize that like I was going to be the only person that could like handle right. the dog and like all of this because he's just too big. But he's much better now. He's been going to like intense Sweet. training and and he's getting better. But anyway, he's yeah, he's awesome. But just a whole ass like big like <laughs> learning curve you know, trying to train this dog but now he's awesome because he's huge 
and like scary <laughs> as fuck. So he looks like a real tough nut, but he just cuddles. Really? He just loves to cuddle. And they're, and they're good, like yeah, he's like the it's biggest. It's a good softie. like trail companion, right? Once they once they're yeah. like, trained. Yeah, they right. love running. Yeah, so like he and I, that's probably like when he's at his best is when right. we go running. Because and so like from the first time I got him, he was so hard to yeah. walk. Because he was, I was like, oh, I'm just going to run him. I'm just going to like teach him to run with me. First that's thing. like the sure. first thing that we're going to learn. And so like now we do that, um, and and he's good at times. He's good. Um, and so anyway, but now because he's been he he got his surgery last week, he hasn't been allowed to run as much. So he's completely <laughs> just full of energy. <laughs> He's just and like he has the cone on and he just has no idea and he gets like stuck in these loops where he's just and you have to like basically hold him until he like submit he submits and he goes all floppy and then he's just like <laughs> So it's like hilarious. He's he's like, yeah, figuring out figuring out like how big he is and all that. Um but yeah, so I've got Terry now and he's a legend. So I'm gonna bring oh, him sweet. out. Because you're um, coming out yeah, so Terry, in two weeks. Next week. Next week. Sweet. Yeah, because I come out on the, because uh, what days? Uh, I'm looking at my calendar here. You you do on the 13th, right? Yeah. Or the 12th. The 13th. Yeah, so we're gonna get there on, on, uh, on the 12th. We'll drive out because I was gonna come out earlier, but then I remembered that the house would be full, so I was like, oh, I'll just right. I'd have to stay at a hotel, so I'm just gonna go straight to the yeah, house. Yeah, because. Hamish and Will Scouty coming. That's going to yeah. be good. I can't wait to watch Hamish do that under ball. Like, oh, my God. I can't get my head around Right? I've never. Balls. Like, that's dude, such a long way. I run like four miles here and I'm like, that fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah. I started running again. Um, <laughs> I started running again for training and then yeah. just rolled my ankle. Like that same one. <laughs> Like I, I got in like three good runs and was using it like I was like running up super high. Like I was like, this is perfect training. Um, yeah. And then just, yeah, rolled my ankle and like was like, oh, that's why I can't do this. And then my body just. Yeah. I was like, I just, just couldn't not. walk again. <laughs> um, but totally. I mean, like if you think about riding, if you're not just like easing into it, like riding is yeah. so efficient. Yeah. About this one motion and your, your ankles are like yeah. locked in. And I think it's also just because the last time I did it, I rolled it so badly. Remember like a few years ago. That That's it's right. Just like, it's like, a, it's like my, you probably didn't rehab either. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then like, so I was like, okay, I won't do that. It was like, all right, look after myself doing the ice and everything. Had it back to like a good working spot. And then two days before mm. I was training up at Michael P's, um, Two days before Telluride. So, like, riding some trails in the, like, Beaver Creek area. And then was riding this really overgrown one. was, like, quite steep down and just, like, loving life, you know, like, ripping down this thing. And I was like, yes, mountain biking again. Love this. And there was, like, a (laughs) – there was a, um, like, a big tree stump on the left side that you couldn't see, like, covered in grass. And – yeah. Just cracked my ankle. <laughs> like, but not like, not like, oh, same ankle, kind of like same spot, direct, just direct. And I was just like, oh, man, man. And then, like, oh, you know, when you're like, oh, I wish that didn't just happen, you know, like, I wish that didn't just happen. And because I just, like, you know, I just done some efforts where I was like, okay, I'm 
I'm getting there, you know? And yeah. And then I could just feel it like swelling up. But I was just like, oh, God. Oh, and God. I just stopped like the second I got to the bottom and just put it in like there was a creek and I just sat next to this creek and just left it in there. Just like, oh, God, please help, please help. <laughs> and luckily it kind of settled down a bit. I still can't walk properly on it. But I won't be doing any pacing for, um, <laughs> for Hamish. Oh, You're doing yeah. some pacing, right? Yeah. I'm supposed <laughs> to. I'm supposed to, yeah. Sweet. But I don't. I don't run very far. I run often, but not right. far. Right, and I think that's the opposite. With you know, with pacing, you need to just like go slow but long, right? Like pull a right. big shift for something. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, but I guess like, you know, if I think about it, like you can always just suffer. Yeah, through it. for sure. Like if it can't push comes to shove, like I can suffer through. Especially because he's going to be in such pacing. a worse place than you will be when you start. You know, so like you're. Right. Um, like your mind will be with like it'll all be focused around him you're like getting him through this effort yeah. so like your discomfort will become secondary yeah and like when like we shot I'm just thinking back to like when we did we're doing the speed project yeah. and there was this one zone that we um we had this like mountain bike rigged up with this with a st- steady cam on it <laughs> Um, and it would it was just glitching on the <laughs> sand, so I ended up just walking, like this. They went back, and I just took a camera and and walked through, and like I hiked with all the gear and shit, and we did like it was like seven or eight wow. miles. So like I mean, if I'm only doing like seven or eight miles stints, yeah, with, I actually have Hamish, no idea how the pacing fine. works. I think you, I don't think you can start together, right? I think you can come in after a certain point. Yeah, I think it's only after mile like fifty right, or something. Right, it's like it's late such an in the interesting race. element to running, like ultra stuff that you can just have. Yeah, a, like it is. I always think of ultra stuff. It's like very much like this introspective kind of like dig deep, soul search. But and the running, like, it's not so much. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I just I can't I mean, get I my guess head it around. Is, like, but... I think I would be frustrated. But then maybe I'm just totally wrong because I've just never had that experience. But to be like 12 well, I think or 15 that's, the, that's what makes deep. a good pace. <laughs> you just got this person who's yeah. running annoyingly halfway, fast. Like half wheeling. Yeah. So I think that's like the key. Right. Is like with a good pacer is that they like, they bring, they make the the competitor like better, but without yeah, frustrating pissing them, them off. It's or a like, fine line. Yeah. Because someone's just worse. like teetering. imagine imagine like in transcontinental if like how long is that race like 2000 kilometers it's long i think it's whatever it is let's just say like 10 days or something yeah so like let's just say you know maybe it's like 4000 k's whatever it is let's just say it like 60 percent of the race you know someone just you just get met by like a friend yeah that would piss everybody off wouldn't it you couldn't do that but you're allowed well, to, right? I don't think so. you're not allowed so. to? I don't know. Because it's like you're receiving assistance that isn't random. Yeah. I don't I don't even bother. My, like to go into the areas of all the different ultra rules now, <laughs> it's just like, I mean, just. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Uh, I mean, I imagine someone. By virtue of like, like. Yeah, that's okay. Then there's someone who's probably like staunchly like, no, you can't do that. Um, 
Yeah, there's a blog sure. spot. There's a forum. There's a been, forum just outing people yeah. being like, no, they saw someone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they're still, it's, exactly. like, it's like one of the biggest things on Reddit. You know, they're like, what is this forum? They're yeah, like, it's like, like weirdly yeah. trending on Reddit. It's like 3,000 replies. That's exactly the sort of 3, shit replies that like, from three re- people. exactly. <laughs> a thousand replies yeah, each. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not like, they, I um, can't imagine people would be cool with that. But then in those long runs, it seems like that's a thing. But I'm not sure if it's all yeah, races. Yeah, it's totally, certainly a part of American. No, it's not but all races. Anyway. But it's like, it's like yeah. a bunch of them. Um, but what about, have you got any plans to do any ultras? Um, I kind of want to do, uh, Colorado Trail, if I can fit it in. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. just kind of like um, tentative about it because I also know it's such a – Right. It, it hurts. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's kind of like counter to like what I'm trying to do at the moment. Um, but I would like to do something this year. Um, but it's just like – you forget like Man. how much of an undertaking those things are. Uh, but yeah, I mean like doing the, the ride to Ukraine earlier this year, um, I kind of got that like fix for long riding for a bit, but I'm yeah. just starting to get that like itch again. Itch um, back. There's a really cool one in, um, in Africa, the Rhino Run. Um, oh yeah, which is in I've the, heard of that. I think it's the first year this year. It starts in Namibia and you finish down in South yeah. Africa. Um, I was with Sof- Sufian. Yeah. Sofian, really? I met him the other day, actually. He just won. He just won the uh, Tour Divide. Tour Divide, yeah, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's doing I that. think it's like a it's a good crew uh, of racers doing it. Um, is that related to Dan from there? Uh, no, but do you know? Um, Ryan from Curve uh, in like Curve Bikes in based out of Melbourne. I know um, Curve Bikes. I think yeah, he's yeah. put it together. I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe I haven't met him personally, but um, I know Curve Bikes think, for sure. I think we used to ride Curve Wheels back when it was past oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to do that one, but it kind of it overlaps with Big Sugar or something. So I'm just like, I don't know, I'm trying to work it out. Uh, um, Big shug night, but yeah, it'd be cool to do one, one big long dogger <laughs> before the gears out. <laughs> Get out there on another soul search. <laughs> yeah, ask yourself a couple exactly. of questions. Exactly. Nice man. All right, man. That's all I That's got. That's all I've got. I guess we could do a pod live. Yeah, maybe we'll do one live from Breck. Yeah. Yeah. In a couple of weeks. Yeah. Exactly. Just yeah, exactly. Get a little scouty on the on the mic would be great. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Scout. Me too. She's yeah, so cute. Um, All right. From thereabouts, this is Ramble. Ramble is produced by myself, Angus, and my little bro, Lockie. Music is written by Lockie. Executive producers: Isaac Carson and Abby Levine. 
mixed this week by fellow Aussie and stand-in Craig Williams. Huge appreciation to Craig for mixing this at the last second and getting it sounding all nice and peachy. I know we've been on break, but if you like what you hear, please subscribe. You can do so at our website, thereabouts.ghost.io. You can get early releases of episodes. We're about to do a whole run of merch, which is really exciting, etc., etc. Please, if you like what you hear, get behind us. You can support us there. We're also on Discord, um, which you can reach at through our website as well. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Angus Morton. Goodbye.